0: This is the Alan and
1: Carly podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Uh, we are live at Pearlers in our broom right now. And of course, per every outside broadcast we do for the podcast intro, I like to get descriptive. So to my right is a giant uh, ship steering wheel. Uh, to ship my left. Steering
2: wheel? What, what would you call it? I don't know. There is a proper name for it.
1: <laughs> oh, what is it? A round thing? It, well, I'll tell you what, it's really big. <laughs> That's a great observational sh- humour that people love. What there's is- a porthole with a uh, mirror in it in front of me, so I can see myself sweat all morning, which is great. To my left is producer Shelby. Um, obviously, there's a bit of attitude. I'm just uh- <laughs>
2: Googling because it wouldn't be... Um- you have to
1: Google. Um, behind me is uh, the lovely uh, staff behind us. Oh, the, the helm. Um, I'm not calling them the helm. That seems rude. <laughs> 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 Wait, is the wheel called The helm. No.
2: Well, that's what Google said. It says, what is a ship's steering wheel called? And it says a helm. Oh,
1: there you go. All I right. thought
2: the helm was the front of the boat.
1: That's what I, th- I thought it was like, yeah, the little...
2: I'm not a boat person, though.
1: Well, I don't know. I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm I've ser- been I'm on a boat. With all this chat, I'm certainly starboard now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> you want your Alphabuck's letter? You deserve sure. it. Here it is. Uh, your letter for Tuesday, because uh, there's a long weekend, uh, D, the Delta. Okay. I like okay. that. Name me, starting with the letter D. A TV show.
2: Driving Miss Daisy, which is a movie. That's a movie.
1: No, Damn. need a TV show. Think about a doctor that's not really a doctor. 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 Doctor.
2: Doctor. Doctor.
1: Yeah, that's a show. Uh, I was thinking Doctor yeah, Phil. Doctor Phil. Downton uh, Abbey is an option. Dancing with Star- Dancing with the Stars. Oh, uh, there's Dynasty. a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jeez. But Dr. Phil, say that one. Yeah. So then I can do the impression.
2: Well, there's that new show, Dragons and what?
1: Dungeons and Dragons. That's yeah, a movie. Yeah, that's a D. That's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm just throwing people off the scent <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Now.
1: Just say Dr. Phil uh, yeah. if you want to win. Um, we're going to go and explore everything that is all things Broom Mardi Gras, right? Mm,
2: absolutely. Got my outfit ready for tonight.
1: Yeah, I have multiple choices. We met
2: one of the performers in the pool. It was really cool. Oh, did you? Made some friends. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm like... Not a part of the show, but because I have more of a vested interest because I know someone in the show now,
1: you oh, know? Before you weren't interested <laughs>
2: Obviously, I was. But, you know, now I'm just going to be like a stage mum to this person I met in the pool, oh, making sure they get all the high kicks right.
1: There is, mo- when, as soon as you meet one of the performers and get a little bit of, like, real-life insight... Is that the coffee machine I can hear in that background? That's adorable. That sounds good. Uh, I agree. Um, as soon as you meet one of them, it's instantly like, Oh, look, there's my one, there's my one. Yeah. Look, look, everyone. I that, know that person. I know that one person, that's my, person. That's my guy, that's my guy. Uh, can't wait. Uh, that's going to be fun tonight. Jeez. if we sound raspy on Tuesday, it's because we've had an amazing weekend. If we don't, then we haven't done it right. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: why we took Monday off, right?
1: Absolutely, 100%. It was even, it's not even a long weekend. We forced that yeah. upon the whole state so we can recover from what's going to be a huge broom uh, long weekend. Uh, enjoy the podcast. Uh, we are going to, there's a flying ant. Get out of here, bean.
2: I didn't know they flew.
1: Okay. Well, they do it to do today. See you, mate. Uh, enjoy the podcast.
0: Alan,
2: and Alan, I spoke about this on the show yesterday, uh, and that was a series of mishaps. Not my fault. Not my fault. A little things, bit your fault. Uh, that happened. So basically, for some reason, the flights were booked via you. So you and I were almost like a married couple. It looked like on paper when booking the
1: flight. Well, yeah, because we didn't book them. They booked them for us because you know we're our talent and. Uh, no, <laughs> Not really. More like Still we just waiting had, for that
2: talent yeah, to yeah, we, in. we just literally have no
1: say in it. So it's just kind of like, here's your flights, guys. And for some yep. reason, the booking was attached to my name. Yes.
2: Yeah. Um, so this became a bit of an issue when I went to pick my seat. So
1: um, Which shouldn't be an issue because I logged in and I had already ga- given you your seat.
2: Yes. And then I wanted to change it so I was sitting next to producer Shelby because we were like, maybe we'll do a few little, you know, plain wines. Are we acknowledging that
1: bigans? you certainly did that? <laughs> um, you didn't know where you were when we landed. <laughs>
2: So um, why am I
1: sweating? Is it the heat? No, <laughs> no, it's not the heat. Wow, it certainly is all colourful here. No,
2: no. Anyway, yeah, um, that was it. Was nice to not have to walk off the plane there. Um,
1: yep. <laughs> got a wheelchair for you and everything. Just
2: kidding. Anyway, yeah. Um, but anyway, so she hasn't
1: stopped, ladies and gentlemen. She's drinking right now. <laughs>
2: Okay, it's coffee, guys, <laughs> but don't don't smell it. Is that um, your anyway, All right.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Um,
2: but anyway, I couldn't because I figured out the issue because I'd already been checked in. It wasn't letting me change my seat to sit next to uh, producer shall we? Yeah. So I called Virgin, um, and the guy was all confused with the whole thing. And in the process of trying to change my seat, he accidentally changed yours to a, me a middle, middle seat. seat. Yeah. Um, that was not a fun conversation to have with you yesterday. She sent
1: a message for my wife when she heard that. She was just like, so. <laughs> Are you going to kill her or what? I'm like, I thought about it. I'm like, I'm going to let her just alcohol poison herself because she seems to be on her way.
2: <laughs> but all's well that ends well. You changed it back. But yep. in this process, the guy said to me, look, um, the seat next to, this, the seat that you're trying to book is not available. I said, okay. So there was no, me and producer Shelby could not sit next to each other. Aww, I was like, oh, no. For a two-hour flight. I know. Oh. But anyway, as I go to scan my ticket, and Shelby said to me, she whispered in this, she goes, maybe just ask. This is as we're boarding the plane. Maybe just ask. And we're going back and forth. Of if I just ask, maybe by some chance, Oh, that's why available. you held up
1: the line.
2: And um, anyway, I, I thought, you know what? No, I'm not going to ask. I don't want to be that person, you know. So they scan my ticket. There's an issue. Of course and there then,
1: is. And Wouldn't she... be Carly without an issue. <laughs> and
2: um, and uh, she goes, oh. Sorry, um, there's been an issue with your seats. And I thought, oh, God, this is when I find out I'm on the wing. And I'm like, ah, uh, yes. And she goes, oh, because there's kids flying alone in your row, we've actually changed your seat. So you're sitting alone.
1: Yeah, because you're famously not allowed near kids.
2: <laughs> I think some sort of check is just because you're giving them horrible advice. Now, by the way, guys, there is a lot of rumours getting started right now. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway.
1: <laughs> nothing um, wrong with my alcoholic friend that's not allowed to go near okay, kids.
2: Anyway. <laughs> So, all's well that ends well, me and producer Shelby, I'm just trying to power on through these Yeah, me yeah, and we're always there. Shelby ended up sitting next to each other yeah. and plane lines were had. And
1: the same row as me. So I'd Oh, had, that's right. I, that actually worked out well for all of us, didn't it, Alan? Absolutely not. I had to put my noise cancelling <laughs> headphones on and it didn't even work at first. I had to really boost up the. I think I'm deaf a little bit because you guys just would not stop chatting. The kids were just like, geez, a bit like unprofessional on a flight. <laughs> Overheard them at one point. And you guys drank the plane out of alcohol. So.
2: We left some for the rest of people. I don't think you did.
1: Oh, no, I, I really no. don't think you did. Wow. I, yeah. It was weird at one point. You're like, "Can I grab a Jack and Coke?" And they give you the alcohol, and you went, actually hold the coke. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Can't confirm or deny. The boss might be listening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> drink responsibly, ladies drink gentlemen. Responsibly drink
0: responsibly, like s- I did on that plate. Something naughty at six forty.
1: This is where we get a little risqué in the show, Carly. Now, I'll be honest, I don't know this story at all because you're going to see where my dirty mind goes. <laughs> a quick yeah. word of warning as well, kids <laughs> in the car. Maybe come back in a couple of minutes, right?
2: Yeah, oh, definitely. Definitely, um, okay. So they've interviewed a escort, okay. um, you know, just about her line of work. Okay, um, yeah, sure. And she has made an interesting revelation about role-playing, because obviously that is an element of the job.
1: Yep, sure. sure.
2: Um, and she's lifted the lid on some of the weirdest ones that she's been requested to do.
1: Okay. Now
2: let's take a little uh, peek inside your mind, Alan. <laughs> do
1: you want me to guess what she's let Yeah, let's, okay. um, let's guess. Okay, do you have like a list in front of you, like a top um, i I've got
2: a... the top... Well, I've got probably one of the most interesting ones so we'll okay. go for that what do you think one of like, like more the real weird the, kind of. the more out of the box
1: i feel like and this is this is no reflection on me trust me but i feel like it's just a category at the moment this is popular. i'm gonna go
2: maybe warmer or cold i'll do a it
1: harder or softer no. <laughs> no
2: we won't do that
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay I, i'm thinking like stepmom kind of stuff like
2: um no cold ice cold oh thank
1: god um is it like boss, like secretary boss kind of gimmick? There
2: could be a little bit of a power dynamic there.
1: Okay. Yes. Uh, is warm-ish. it warmish? Is it an industry, like an actual particular industry kind of role um, playing?
2: Would you call this an industry? No, I would say no. Okay.
1: So is it like a? Is
2: something it... you're definitely into, Alan? I would. Feet. Say, <laughs> it's something. It's. I would say it's something that rules your world. I reckon you come in contact with this on a daily basis. Oh, Actually, a- I would say you are one of these guys.
1: So is it, the role playing is being really sexy, funny men. Definitely not cold. Okay. Dead right. cold. There. All right, you're going to put me out of misery. What is um, this? What is
2: pretending this? to be a cat. Ew. Yeah. Putting out <laughs> the milk. Putting out the milk bowl.
1: Oh no. Um.
2: And uh, bringing in the ears. They put the ears on. Oh, I'm a cat person. That's weird. No. Little brush against the leg. No. Little arch of the spine. No. Cute little yawn.
1: No, that's cute, but...
2: No. Oh, okay. It's not going to win you over, Alan?
1: No, that's like... So you like territory. cats, but you don't want to be one? Yeah, correct. Like, okay. I mean, I, like I want to come back as a cat in you know All next right. life. Well, you your cool. collar
2: would say otherwise.
1: Well, yeah, but that's just a kink thing. That's, that's, <laughs> that's more of my, my dog outfit, actually. <laughs> that's so weird.
2: Yeah, I'm more of a, a dog girl, so I can't really relate to that. But
1: um, Where yeah. my dog's at? <laughs> Turns out there is a market for everything. Wow, well, that's not what I wanted to hear right meow. Uh-oh. <laughs> the kink's getting revealed. <laughs> Wow. Um, I don't know what to do with that information besides judge no, every person I walk pass. You know what?
2: It's an option. Now, you know, you've got options.
1: You know how normally you say, like, I'm not here to kink shame?
2: No, I'm not. I'm actually not.
1: No, but a little bit for that one. That's oh, weird. Oh,
2: come on. It's a cat. It's a little bit weird. It's You're a, little a cat bit... guy. This is right up your alley.
1: I know, so don't ruin cats
0: swapping. I Alan and
1: Hit Breakfast with Alan and Carly and we're obviously looking forward to all things Broom, Mardi Gras at Carly, but on the topic of all things Mardi Gras and World Pride right now we are chatting to an amazing local out of Bunbury who's been doing some great things for the LGBTQIA plus community, Carly.
2: Yeah, her name is Danny Jordan Lee and she joins us now. Good morning, Danny. Howdy.
1: <laughs> now, Danny, you have uh, done so much good stuff for your community that you actually got put in the spotlight and you have been sent to World Pride to celebrate. Talk us through what you did for the coals that you work at.
0: One of the main ones was letting coal facilitate a space for people to meet because over the years that is the thing that people have said the most that they don't know where to find a community. So just oh. having some sort of space that um we can find so that you can just make friends, share your experiences and that one of the best things to at least get it started.
2: Yeah and, and also pick up some bread as well. I love it. It's like you know it's it's actually
0: like a genius idea. Oh, dear. oh, yeah. No, it's absolutely great. So
1: then fast forward and you're invited to join the global stage at World Pride in Sydney. Talk us through the event.
0: So I ended up being the sign holder for Coles. Run along, giver, and high fives. I said to run in the middle, but I have to interact with the crowd. <laughs>
2: That's amazing. And um, just quickly, Danny, how important it is, especially in regional Australia, to have those safe spaces for the queer community, because we often hear about the big cities hosting Pride and really creating those safe spaces. But I think it really is important in those smaller communities. I can imagine this has genuinely made a difference to the community there.
0: Yeah, even just having someone like, you know, you're not alone. And Mardi Gras big and loud. And most of the things that help happen in the quiet places yeah it's, yeah yeah meeting the younger folk who are like feeling more accepted just as they're coming out and then you're meeting the elder people who just tell you their stories and you can really see how far things have come. We used to look for tolerance
1: where what we want is acceptance. Yep, 100%. So and true. it's just, it's so great that um we can see where we're at now and see how far we've come. Obviously, we've still got a little bit more to go, but um, people like you are definitely helping everyone out there uh, with these groups you set up at your Coles, and I'm glad that you got the recognition by celebrating on World Pride in Sydney. And uh, before we let you go, are you still cleaning glitter off yourself? Uh, it's been a few days since the weekend. Are you still finding it?
0: <laughs> I have to keep reapplying it. Oh, Sometimes, you're still putting like... it on? <laughs> (laughs) Well, I was like, what do you mean this isn't the standard uniform?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's great. Well, we know we can spot you at the Bunbury Coles. Danny, thanks so much for your time today and uh, well done to you.
0: No worries.
1: Carly, but I want to talk right now about the Australia Post.
2: Oh, I thought you'd never... Um, I thought you'd, I was waiting for you to bring this up.
1: Every day I try to bring it to the show and you shoot me down, but not today. Today it's my time to talk about it. The Australia Post, it has been revealed, are struggling, which is surprising news to me.
2: That is shocking news to me, given, I guess, coming off the back of a pandemic with everyone buying everything online.
1: Because I thought that, like, originally when email got invented, that's right, I'm that old, uh, when emails got invented, I was like, oh, well, Australia Post is doomed. And then it was like online shopping became a thing. I said, they're saved. Hallelujah. Yeah. But what's happened has uh, there's been a whole lot of competitors, uh, competitors sorry, in that industry, meaning the Australia Post isn't getting that big slice of the pie that ah. they're after, thus causing issues. And therefore, the government, the federal government has actually asked for us, the taxpayer, who has a stake in Australia Post, of how we can save it. They want our ideas, Carly.
2: Okay, I love this.
1: Which leads me today to this. Five, Five four, four, three, three two, two, one. one. It's the top five. The top five ways we're going to save Australia Post. I've got the ideas. I hope someone from Australia Post is listening and writing them down. Number five. You know when you line up to get your package? Mm. Let's sell passes like Disneyland where you can skip the queue.
0: Oh,
2: brilliant.
1: Bang. Extra I'm revenue. i extra for that. I will always pay extra for that. Wow. I hate lining up. Bang. That's number five. Number four. Start allowing things to be posted. Like, get a bit looser with the custom rules. Make a deal. I'm talking drugs. Illegal stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. Weapons. Illegal animals. (laughs) Let's start experimenting with that line of work. No?
2: I mean, I'm not against it. Yep. But for on-air purposes, I am, if you know what I'm saying.
1: Me too. Mm. On-air, but off-air. Wink, wink. Australia Post, let's sort it out. Mm. Number three for the top five ideas of how we can save Australia Post right now. Let's get our faces on stamps. We should be able to customise them. Imagine my face on a stamp when I send a letter to someone.
2: Okay, but for everyone, not just us, because I'll be oh, honest—I no, no, don't no, think no, we're going to no. save Australia Post. No, no, I don't no, think we're, we're the face of saving Australia Post. Every
1: time, because I've got my card on my card, my face on my F post card. Every time yeah. I use it, people go, "Oh, that's interesting."
2: I actually think this is quite genius because people love putting their face on things. Right? You know? I think I—I I remember buying Russ a pair of socks with my face on it. Yeah. I don't know where they
1: are now, but In the yeah, bin, people but- like that. <laughs> I'm just saying that could be a nice little quirky idea number two for the top five ways we can save the Australia Post right now let charity workers double as delivery people and then the, as posties and then they knock on the door they don't like going away quickly like the posties guarantee deliveries every time love that double up you're saving costs yes
2: and also great charity element because while they're there hey you got an extra fiver exactly save the animals
1: here's your package do you want to talk about Jesus that could be an option as well
2: Oh yeah I don't mind it
1: and let's do this drum roll please Number one, for the top five ways that we can save the Australia Post right now with all these ideas. Australia Post should just become Amazon Prime. <laughs> just by the by, the competitor just, just be the same thing.
2: Right. Just, I didn't know just, you were such a businessman, Alan.
1: Yeah, yeah. What can I say? I am. <laughs> so there's some ideas, guys. I, um, my email is at alanaldworth@sca.com.au. Hit me up. We can um, sort this out and talk about rights and all that sort of stuff. I
2: reckon you'll at least get a free watch for that.
1: I do think the Disneyland idea, skipping queue thing, is actually legit genius. It's actually
2: genuinely genius. Out of
1: the five, one was good.
2: I'm sure sure everyone will take that well too.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. (laughs) You're on it. Fake Fast Facts. And we're joined by producer Shelby, who's on the road morning how are you enjoying your first tour with us I'm loving it yeah
0: absolutely loving it Carly started drinking early but like
1: uh, (laughs) (laughs) she she gets a bit loose on tour Um, Carly lets her hair down it just goes absolutely crazy now for people who aren't aware of this segment the way it works is uh, all three of us have been given a fact and we're about to give you that fact however one of us is a filthy dirty no good disgusting downright dirty liar one of us. the other, But we don't know who it is because we draw this kind of like... Well, I'm know. just
2: going to go ahead
1: and say it's not me. Well, it's not me either. So. Definitely not me. Okay, oh, there okay. you go. I can't look right. at this this is, I mean, is where the
2: problem lies. <laughs> this is where
1: the problem lies. So we're all going to go through and give you your fact on 131060 or feel free to our text through as well. Uh, let us know. Who do you think is the liar? Uh, who wants to go first? Producer Shelby has a paper ready, I feel like. She's... Uh, I'm
2: ready to go with right, my cool. very, very real fact. Then
1: why is it handwritten, like as if you've been kind of coming up with it on the spot? <laughs> Just saying. Okay, man. Well, my very real
0: fact is chicken soup was believed to be an aphrodisiac in the Middle Ages. It was associated with passion and desire. Is mm. my very real fact. That is fact. an
1: obvious lie. <laughs> that is the biggest lie I've ever heard in my life.
2: Yeah, well, so people right. had chicken soup, but then how did it go from that to having it from when you've got the flu? Yeah, I'm not sure, but uh, I mean, <laughs> but it was easy to, to digest, and it contains uh, doesn't have any strong spices, so it's not going to turn you off. Depending on where you get your chicken from, yeah, it does true. contain a lot of hormones. That so. is true. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well,
1: that mm. sounds like a total lie. Uh, Carly, your fact. My very real fact is,
2: baby sea otter pups are born with fur that is buoyant so they can't actually swim because they can't go under the surface so they're very reliant on their mums and then at 13 weeks they shed this fur and then they're able to swim. So basically, they they can't go under the water. They just float there.
1: Okay. Like a like a
2: little. Sounds a little bit more believable stuffy. than
1: old live producer Shelby. But does they really
2: lose their buoyancy? Does the fur just stop being buoyant? When? Yeah. What, at what age? Yeah. Um, well, they have the thickest fur in the world, which means that's why they can survive in cold climates. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that and sounds like me a lie. To me. It's true. It's true.
2: Let me give you <laughs> my... uh, the first called Lengio. I hope sure, I'm mate. pronouncing that sure, right. Sure, mate. Yeah, yeah. All right, let
1: me give you my real fact, and it's inspired. but what kept everything together as we travelled here, the humble cable tie. Okay. Invented in Australia. Ben, Ooh. there's my fact. So, what,
2: where in Australia? Victoria. Oh, I thought you were going to say cable beach. What
1: well, year? A cable beach would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good call. Uh, the year was 1958. So, yeah, okay. 1958. out no. uh, Yeah, of Victoria, the humble cable tie is an Australian invention. So, 131060, there's your facts. Mine, there's the cable uh, tie fact, your fact. My fact is chicken soup uh, aphrodisi- aphrodisiac in the Middle Ages. Okay, and Carla, your fact?
2: My fact is baby sea otter pups are born with buoyant fur, so they can't swim. They can only float until thirteen weeks when they shed the fur. There you and go. They able to swim.
1: Which one of us are the liar? Thirteen, ten, sixty. Let us know. We'll take your calls right now. You're in hit. Fake fast facts. Yeah, we're live in Broom today, and we're giving you well three real facts. Only little twist. One of them is absolute malarkey. Uh, Let's go through. My fact was that cable ties were invented in Australia. Shelby, your fact?
0: Chicken soup was believed to be an aphrodisiac in the Middle Ages. And,
1: Carly, your lie?
0: My fact is
2: that the The baby sea otter pups are born with buoyant fur that doesn't allow them to sink, so therefore they can't swim when they're first born, so they just float like little corks on the water. Okay,
1: well, we got some calls on 131060. Let's kick it off with Simone from Kalgoorlie. Who do you think is the liar after hearing those facts?
0: Well, I think it's you, Alan, the cable tie story. Oh,
1: and where do you think it was invented then? (laughs) America. Hmm, interesting, interesting. (laughs) Let's go to another caller.
0: Uh, (laughs) uh,
1: Megan from Albany. Megan, who do you think the liar is?
0: Hey, Alan, sorry, but it is you. We had a debate about this at work. I run a super cheap, and the other day we were talking about cable ties. They're definitely invented in America by an electrical company. Oh, damn it. Um, first of all, I
2: think you better get Simone back on the line and apologise yeah, to her. I think so too. Um, all right, let's get,
1: let's get Simone on the line. Uh, hey, hey, Simone, how are you?
2: All good, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you so, have something you would like to say to her?
1: You were right. <laughs> I know, I know. I am a liar. I'm a, part, I, I'm a uh,
0: person as well. Oh! oh. <laughs> I like that you're all in the
1: same office. I literally thought it would be so simple of a lie, but unfortunately I forget that people know things. And that's what let me down. And Carly, when you said that cable beach thing before, that's totally where the inspiration came from. <laughs> <laughs> oh Well, lesson learned. That was the Alan and Carly podcast.